1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Slightly Something Else.
0: Hello, everybody. What he said.
1: (laughs) Happy Tuesday, everyone. Uh, Today, Yahtzee and I will be discussing remakes. Well, I suppose remasters specifically. Yes, remasters
0: specifically. Brought on, of course, by the recent release of the cockily titled Definitive Editions of GTA 3, GTA Vice City, and GTA San Andreas. What a lot of people will consider the first proper Grand Theft Autos I remember playing the 2D one and being pretty excited by it, mm. but, uh, you know, I'm a product of my generation. I'd never really gotten a chance to like play through San Andreas actually. So I've been giving that a go on PS5. I'm playing the PS5 version. Didn't get a chance to play the PC version before it was violently yanked back off the internet by Rockstar, like a disobedient dog jumping into a lake. <laughs>
1: Have yes. you played them at all? Uh yeah, I I have very fond memories of San Andreas. I played uh, a heck ton of of San Andreas when it came out. Uh, well,
0: not not the new one though. Oh,
1: no, no. <laughs> the the remaster uh looks a little uh looks a little janky, but I mean I I have very fond memories of that. I I remember playing uh, Vice City, really enjoyed Vice mm. City, and then I kind of my interest tapered off a bit.
0: Well, if you haven't heard Rockstar released this definitive version and uh, it was a bit of a fiasco. People were immediately posting endless videos of horrible, horrible graphical glitches and bugs online. And so Rockstar pulled it off PC, although it's still available on consoles. Mm -hmm. Someone posted a video of um, someone was on a boat and whenever they got close to a wall texture, the wall texture turned into a person's face. (laughs) it must be because they were doing that thing where uh, a wall will have like a primary texture and a secondary texture Mm. and the secondary texture fades in only when you're close enough to it. Yeah. For some reason, the secondary texture got swapped with someone's face texture and it looks very silly. Beautiful. I mean, sort of of ominous, really. (laughs) You venture close to the wall and suddenly there's this terrifying, like splayed out face staring at you. (laughs) Why do you encroach upon my domain? It seems to say.
1: If anything, the amount of memes, press, articles, tweets, screenshots about this remaster has got to be worth it in some fashion.
0: Oh, are we getting paranoid now? Are we saying this
1: was all part of the plan? Absolutely not. No, they slapped together something very cheap. They may or may not fix it, but if they do fix it soon, like if they have a fix within the next week, then yes, this was planned.
0: (laughs) I'm not sure I'd say cheap. It seems like they put quite a lot of effort into trying to modernize all the character models. That was one of the things people were like complaining about, that they look weird now.
1: They do look weird. All the
0: characters look weird. Yeah. They do look weird. Yeah, but... (laughs) didn't they always look weird it was very it was a very low res game
1: it faces were like nine polygons it's the difference between like looking weird and being low res right where it's like if it's low res you get to look weird because we all understand the constraints that you're under if you are bringing us up to a higher resolution you need to make the faces look like faces
0: bit of the uh, uncanny valley perhaps
1: N- n- no 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 Un- well i guess as i understand the uncanny valley that's the closer the closer something is to looking like a real thing the more we scrutinize it
0: yes the more it starts to feel uh uh uncomfortable because yes. it reminds us of looking at a corpse <laughs> The more stylized it is, the more we like it. Although this isn't, I guess, this wasn't really a case of stylization. It was just that we were sort of mentally prepared for the graphics being shit because yeah. all graphics were shit. That was just graphics.
1: That's just graphics, absolutely. And and you know what? If they would have given us, uh, if they would have given everyone, I did not buy the remaster, but if they would have given everyone kind of a very playable version of these games with the the lower end graphics, I think everyone would be pretty darn happy.
0: Well, maybe not so much if they had to fork out money again for games they already owned. (laughs) But I take your point, yes. And that gets us to the broader topic of this uh, conversation, which is how much should you really remaster something if your goal is to preserve it for posterity? Because I go kind of back and forth on this. I feel like we've discussed this in a previous debate. Sure. But um, I'm pretty changeable. Because, you know, the first question is... um, are publishers stroke developers obliged to preserve the games they make? Are they obliged to ensure that everything they put out is uh, playable on current technology from now until the end of time?
1: They are not. I don't believe they are.
0: I would say they aren't as long as they're not still selling it. If they're selling it, it's on them to ensure it works for the people buying it. But if they're not still selling it, I think... I don't think it's their obligation to make sure it's still playable forever. I do think they shouldn't at least stop people from finding <laughs> ways to play their <laughs> game forever,
1: uh-huh. which is a problem
0: in it, which is a problem in itself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I can be with you there. I think. Uh. I think it's funny that you're coming at this from a game's preservation standpoint and not a blatant capitalism standpoint, because that's all this is.
0: Well, you know, we live in hope. Live... <laughs> oh, I, try to hope. Think... I thought I was thinking yeah, the other word. Try to think in the long term, you know? I try to think what the future society will think on us once, you know, the general ebb of things has gone back in a slightly nicer direction, uh. as history always does. Mm-hmm. Eventually you look back and go, what the clotting hell were the people thinking not immediately running out into the street with guns? <laughs> But also they will wonder what our attitude was to preserving things. And they will say, why didn't they preserve the original games in their original tech?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Why are we stuck with these shitty remakes now forever? Those bastards.
1: Right. Well, and I, I think like this is, uh, I, this is where I'm going to kind of point to, to what Nintendo has done with the much made fun of Super Mario collection, the Super Mario 3D collection.
0: The 3D All-Stars,
1: the tr- was that? The 3D All-Stars, right? Well, you know, you got your 64, your uh, your uh, Squirt Gun, and your Galaxy. I forgot the name of Squirt Gun for a second. Sunshine. Sunshine. I like Squirt Gun better. And <laughs> but all of those games, uh, I, I believe, are wonderfully preserved in their original form, but playable on modern systems.
0: I would agree uh i've also been playing the shit out of the castlevania gba collection that came out on steam quite recently ah, yes yes which is basically just uh an emulated gba rom uh-huh. of uh all the ones all the Castlevanias that won gba harmony of dissonance aria of sorrow that other one circle <laughs> of the moon
1: oh yeah yeah it was mainly for aria of sorrow because i love that shit no they were they're were fine games fine games and and i but like did they up the graphics did they make it like you know three d three d characters in on a two d plane or is it just the original sprites it's the original
0: sprites what they did do they added they added a sort of overlay so um you could like mess with like options re uh uh remap the controls
1: oh sure sure uh, that's like- great that's fantastic the resolution Ooh, yeah. there's
0: also a couple of added features oh you can save state and low state independent of the games in saving and loading mm-hmm. and there's an interesting feature uh where you can rewind time Ooh. If, you, if you die you can just hold right trigger and left and <laughs> rewind time to just before you fucked up and keep playing
1: the the nes uh the nes on the switch has something very similar for old school old schooler game older school games uh to make it easier for everyone <laughs> I think
0: I'm perfectly fine with that as a feature being added yeah. to an old remastering of an old game because, yeah. in many ways, it's a sort of it's it's a good feature for an archival purposes. Mm. You want to like wind back and take another look at something, then it, it's
1: fine to do that. Yeah, yeah. You like just to like bask in nostalgia. I'm I'm with you, and so then like I think I think. It, I think we can do a a really good comparison as far as like kind of these, you know, classic 2D sprite games versus something like GTA San Andreas, which was, you know, it was an ugly 3D game. But that's the best we had in the PS2 era where it's like sprites can be kind of sized up and still look good, but can 3D characters can polyagonal. Three d characters look good on modern software
0: well, not really. I mean this I mean all early three d looks pretty shit these days yeah. in ways that pixel art sixteen bit pixel art games do not mm-hmm. those still look fine but early three d has its own special kind of ugliness. it <laughs> comes from all those like low polygon faces <laughs> and uh weird clashing of colors or weird um Uh, clashing of camera angles and stuff because people hadn't quite mastered (laughs) like uh, 3d cameras weird uh, like 3d flat
1: face but the eyes and the nose are still there but they're all flat and kind of facing weird angles yeah
0: yeah so of course that looked crap yeah but art has two purposes it is entertaining Mm. but it is also a preservation of the time in which it came out if they brought out the Mona Lisa every few years wearing like clothing consistent with the current era, yes, people would uh, think that would be madness. Preach on. But we appreciate the old graphics for old games for their nostalgic value and for as a capsule of for what it was like to be in that time. Yeah.
1: I agree. I agree. I I think th- that's th- what I said earlier. They should have they should have just released the original game with the original awful uh, polygon characters f- playable on modern systems. It still would have I th- I think much like people bought uh, Mario All-Stars, it still would have sold Gangbusters and and people would have had that like retro warmth that they were looking for.
0: I think To my mind, the best remastering is like the best CG in movies in that you don't even know it's there.
1: Mm, Okay.
0: Like I've played like newer versions or new releases of stuff like Quake or Half-Life. Yeah. And I'll play it and I'll think, this feels exactly like it did when I was first playing it. (laughs) But then I go back and actually look at how it looked when I was first playing it Mm -hmm. in like 240p and software rendering and think... (laughs) Jesus Christ, I forgot how awful that looked. <laughs> it's like how people remember old NES games looking better just because everyone was playing it on CRT monitors. Right. So right. all the pixels blurred together.
1: Right, and now yeah. there's like special software to like emulate the pixel blurring that we had on CRT yeah. TVs. Yeah. yeah.
0: So what I, what I think a remastering, all the remastering should do is just stabilize and improve the graphics enough that it looks like our nostalgia blurred vision of the game. Mm. So we look at it and think, yes, this takes me right back to how, how I felt first playing it. With my blurry, blurry screen and my lower, lower standards.
1: <laughs> it's like just enough,
0: just enough improvement to compensate for improved standards. And if you go any further than that, yeah. like what the definitive editions do, it's it's hard to say why, but it's off-putting.
1: It, well, it, it's bec- what it is is it's a half measure, right? It's it's not just a remaster because you know, we get remasters. You know, Dark Souls had a very popular remaster. Skyrim gets a remaster every six months. Uh, the the Mario mm. collection we got a nice remaster because that's all a remaster is: is taking the old thing, making it playable on the new one. But yeah. I think for 3D games all you really want is a resolution increase. Right, exactly. Uh and so they they gave us a half measure between a remaster and a remake which was, you know, like a, a remake as we were just talking about before we were sh- uh before we were live which was like The Demon's Souls remake which is a, a complete ground up rebuild of the game to make it beautiful and playable on modern software hardware, sorry, on modern hardware. And the GTA Definitive Edition tried to remake little bits of it, and that's what yeah. doesn't work is they half assed it.
0: Yeah, I think in the case of Demon's Souls, that was a case of, you know, having a second bite at the apple. Because <laughs> yeah. the first the first time they put it out, um it didn't get as massively popular as its uh uh descendants would. Right. Because it was still a bit wobbly in places, didn't look that great. Yeah, yeah. So this was an opportunity to sort of take something that had potential, but didn't quite realize it and fully realize the potential. Absolutely. Which is, you know, to my mind, the more valid uh, remake fodder. Yeah. But when you're talking about remastering, they're taking something that was already good, that people already remember as good. Right. And and you're always going to be clashing with nostalgia there.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And so then why, the the question is why did they why did they try to remake elements of a remaster? What if well, if we could well, try They to- probably
0: had similar thoughts to you had. They looked back at the old graphics from GTA San Andreas <laughs> and thought, "Well, that looks like shit. <laughs> Surely we should take the opportunity to fix that so that no one will think we're completely mad." <laughs>
1: Right, they didn't have the courage just to re-release their game
0: because there's a lot of um, remasters that have sort of uh, tried to have their cake and eat it by preserving the old graphics but also having new graphics and giving you a button to switch between the two. Uh huh. Like the Secret of Monkey Island remaster did that. Ooh, okay. Which has which has got to be like you know got to require a lot of swallowing of pride where they put all this effort into the new (laughs) graphics, all this high-resolution, beautiful hand-painted backdrops, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and like hand-animated sprites, and then to just have a button to just throw all of that in the bin so we can just play the game with the original resolution if all we want is to wallow in nostalgia.
1: Look at how crap (laughs) this was! I respect
0: that willingness to let the audience throw all their hard work into the bin. Yeah. Yes. That's the problem. That's that's the problem with definitive editions. There's too much pride there. Rockstar Ooh. has too much pride in it. They they weren't willing to let people throw all their work in the bin.
1: Yes, yes. But then they also didn't. They didn't finish the job. They didn't go all remake and make every you know even just you know making remaking everything but using the GTA Five engine or whatever. Yeah. they they didn't go fully commit to well, if we're redoing characters, we should redo this, and if we're redoing characters, we should make them look like humans i've I've heard good things about making humans look like humans
0: well, that wouldn't have been an easy buck, would it <laughs> wouldn't have been a, as an easy book as just uh fixing the character models and then just running everything through a filter ooh you remember when when Half Life Source came out, and everyone was like, Oh, it's just you know, the original Half Life copy pasted in the Source engine. Wouldn't it be nice if it was a ground up remake of Half Life? Mm. And Black, the Black Mesa people said, Yes, that would be nice. And then 15 years later, right, having accidentally committed themselves, <laughs> Black Mesa finally came out, and it was good, but it was a massive, massive effort absolutely to put it out.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we can look at like uh, I know uh, the the Sky Oblivion people are are getting close to a release, the massive Skyrim mod uh, that completely remakes Oblivion in Skyrim.
0: That's probably something that would appeal to people who like Skyrim. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I find it trouble to get into that mindset.
1: Yeah. I just wonder what the point is. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. And I I see some people in the chat are, I think, agreeing with me because I I agree, Project Alpha, they didn't go all the way with the remake. And I think that's the problem is they tried to they tried to dip a foot in both areas and didn't fully commit to Mm. either. And then we get this kind of we get we get a half assed product. And I think the what the issue is, is uh, a ton of people bought it because they remembered the old games and they wanted to play them again. Mm. And they bought it before they knew what they were getting. They bought it before the reviews came out. Wait for the reviews, everybody.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, pretty much a cash grab, wasn't it? I... I mean, I think it I mean was, a, respect, yeah. a respectable publisher would just quietly ensure that their version of the game that's been on Steam for 15 years had constant tune up, so it was constantly working with current technology. Right, wouldn't and that just, be nice? And it, w- it would have been a thankless task. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes uh, if you don't notice something, it's because they're doing their best job. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if. Like I said, in CG, CG movies or roadies at concerts, mm. if you if you don't see them or think about them at all, they're doing their job well. Yes,
1: yes, and and you know, hopefully they they would still get the respect that they deserve. But but then why, like the. I don't I don't like, you know, calling people, you know, greedy or lazy or, you know, making cynical cash grabs. But there's just so much evidence here to to say that, because like you said, they could have just had the uh, their their product that they already have and make sure it runs smoothly. But they they purposefully released the definitive edition. Yeah, it was the fact it was just the fact that they called it that that sort
0: of made it. All the more objectionable, didn't it? Yes. There's something very, very non future proofing about them, right. calling it <laughs> the definitive anything. This is it. This is how we meant the game to be played. Oh, oh God. I just had a vision of George Lucas.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Finally, oh, no. I could realize the vision I had all along. <laughs> I now have all the technology and money to make the movie I wanted to make. Oh no. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think I'd like put that to you before. If Leonardo Da Vinci came back to life and just declared
1: that all his paintings were bad and he wanted to burn them all, would we let him? We would have to. And, and but see like we would have to though no one would want him to. Um this is I think um, I think most people would would
0: If he told them to do that, they would resist. They would say, no, no, we're not going to do that. (laughs) Because we would say, where have you been the last few hundred years? You've been dead. You ain't got no stake in the world anymore. Yeah, Like the world of culture as it is now was partially created by your work. And as such, your work is no longer yours.
1: Yeah. Well, but then uh, what we would get, yeah. Mona Lisa
0: is abandonware. (laughs) <laughs> people should be entitled to enjoy the mona lisa however they can me, the super chats are coming in thick and fast i just want to say quickly that we will be reading them all out from the halfway point because that's how these things work absolutely so
1: don't think we're
0: ignoring you lovely moneyed up sons of bitches we
1: appreciate all of you uh and we'll get to all those super chats uh though yachts what you have just described here is the coolest heist movie never made is Leonardo da Vinci comes back to life and wants to destroy the Mona Lisa because he doesn't like it very much. So he has to...
0: He hires a a ragtag group of colorful mercenaries with different skill sets and backgrounds. Yes. And then the reveal at the end is that they were working for Leonardo da Vinci at the end. For some reason, that feels like a Hideo Kojima plot.
1: (laughs) But, well, I'm thinking he has to recruit them through time. So it's like... Ah. so he's got billy the kid
0: he's got um uh, frank abon yale
1: right he's got like sherlock holmes who can help like he who's like the guy in the van who can help figure out all the master plans yeah yeah
0: well preferably not people who are fictional characters get like arthur conan doyle
1: oh sure sure yeah so I, i do apologize you are correct uh uh, once once they turn British, uh, the, everyone is real in my head because like or or everyone is fake, I suppose. <laughs> hmm. Sherlock Holmes isn't my, dead. You're right, Pacific Bloom. So sorry. <laughs> my,
0: my review of the Sherlock Holmes games will be coming out very very soon. Ooh, how fun! The, the new Sherlock Holmes game. Mm.
1: Well, I, I suppose. Uh, uh... Nope, lost it. Goodbye. All right, <laughs> bye. <laughs> Maybe we'll catch you on the flip side. I'm sure Jackson. it was it was more just uh, creating the Leonardo da Vinci heist movie plot. Uh, so that and that's a tangent. So we don't need to go there. So.
0: <laughs> but yes, that was a riff. It was a lovely riff. But now we move now on. We move on. Great. Well, what else is there to say? I mean, I kind of want to get my teeth into these super chats. There's so fucking many.
1: I think. Uh, the 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 wrap up i'd like to make here as far as you know remakes are concerned uh, i i do appreciate it when i can play old things on modern hardware on uh you know using my modern computer using my modern uh consoles i think that's fantastic uh, that's you know my first real playthrough of things like skyrim and things like dark souls were the remastered versions of those uh properties
0: Yes. And because it was preserved, we in the future were able to enjoy it just as the people in the past did and get a little insight into Mm. the weird thoughts people in the past had.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And so I, I I would just say as a wrap up, have the courage to showcase your old property with all of its warts and wrinkles and let us enjoy the thing we used to enjoy.
0: And that takes a lot of courage, believe me. People still play all my old adventure games, and a lot of them make me want to kill myself No.
1: <laughs> well, but they're there. They're there for all time, yachts. You did it.
0: Yeah. You can track my development as a creator. Mm-hmm. There you
1: go. Absolutely. Just
0: try to overlook all the hideous
1: uh, homophobia in my early stuff. You know, we all go through an edgelord phase. As, you know, as long as we move on, right. that's the important part. Yes. Some people say I never really grew out of my edge lord phase. Hmm. I guess we'll have to see.
0: Okay. Super chats. Super
1: chats.
0: Now I just want to point out that this is just like the super chats. I don't think this list I've got here includes um people who like upgrade to bonus content or whatever. Okay. And get get to have a super chat. Yeah. So stop me if I miss any of them.
1: Okay. All right. And you have all the ones who super chatted before we even started.
0: Oh, yes. For I have been trusted with the keys to the YouTube oh, account. Oh,
1: my. So I can just
0: go to this, the monetization page where all the super chats we've gotten for every video are helpfully listed. Oh, my. I should probably not be trusted with this kind of power. But here we are. Uh, So the first one we got, which was like hours before we started, yeah, I think. Yeah. I remember checking the like uh, the page. Luke's solar. Thank you for the pronunciation guide. Luke solar. Mm-hmm. It was five US dollars to say, why does slightly something else air on a Tuesday afternoon when most people will be at work stroke school unable to watch it? Well, because we are also at work. This is our work. This, we are in the middle of our work day. Yeah. That is the short answer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we have stuff to do at night too.
0: I mean, we, I mean, uh, this is why there's live video on demand. Yeah, absolutely. You can watch it at your lunch break. I'm sure we coincide with some people's lunch breaks.
1: Mm, yeah. And, and you know, this is this is broadcast via the worldwide Internet, which means that it's not everyone's lunch break. It's not during everyone's yeah. uh, work day.
0: Some people are asleep, you big old hemisphere chauvinist you.
1: <laughs> it's when we stream, but you can watch it or listen to it anytime. That's the beauty of the Internet. What
0: wonderful technology! Remember, before we had video on demand, just had to stay up at like three in the morning to watch Beavis and Butthead. Yes, oh, the oh, the days. <laughs> Gene Venter gives six sixty-six Canadian dollars. Nice. To say, Yahtzee, have you played Darkest Dungeon and did you like it? You know, people always talk it up, and I've tried to get into it more than once. Oh, okay, but something about it just—I just find it hard to stick with.
1: I mean no, I like there's a lot
0: of like turn based RPGs I've gotten into but I think it's always generally in spite of turn based combat because I've played games that are really intense with the strategy mm-hmm. in the turn based stuff. I like Persona because it's kind of strategy light. Sure, sure. You don't need to worry too much about fiddling with all the bits and pieces. But um things that are like a bit too strategic I sort of get bored of. I tried playing that Shin Megami Tensei V game mm-hmm. but it's like Persona combat but without all the stylish and cool music <laughs> and with all with a lot more fiddling about with little bits and yeah. and lose interest kind of quick.
1: Hmm. Yeah, and Darkest Dungeon has a very it has a very strange loop where you know, you you spend uh, the majority of your time, or at least I spent the majority of my time kind of setting up all of my party, you know, moving them to the medical wing so they could get cured of this, moving them to the bar so they could get this, moving them all over the place, you know, getting all their like spending a half hour, getting all their gear ready. But then I'd have to take a break. And, you know, the next day when I picked it up, it was like, oh, wait, who was I doing what with now? Who was my party? Am I going in the dungeon? I, I agree that it's it's a it's an. It's an oblong gameplay loop, and that makes it hard to keep playing.
0: Maybe I would prefer it if it had waifus. Ooh, there you go. Maybe if it had waifus in cat suits who you could romance and kiss all over their face.
1: Find, uh, find a mod. I'm sure there is a, a Darkest Dungeon mod where it replaces all your adventures with waifus.
0: Ooh, Darkest Dungeon crossed with Stardew Valley. Ooh. There's a mod. <laughs> I don't know how mods work.
1: It's called Darkest Valley.
0: Which sounds like it could be a thing.
1: Well, it sounds like a stardew, euphemism stardew for a Dungeon,
0: not so much. <laughs> Fair point. Uh, Ray Zach gives $10 to say, what do you think of the Bloodborne remaster rumours? Too soon? Personally, I think it's already a masterpiece and I should just port it to PC so I can play Call with my hubby. Well, my knee-jerk reaction would be that the graphics kind of don't really need remastering. So they should just do the Dark Souls remaster thing and just up the resolution and make it available on modern systems. Yeah. Or on PC, would be nice. It would be very nice to have Bloodborne on PC so I could indulge in the like multiplayer elements without needing a PlayStation Plus subscription, mm. which I, I still stubbornly refuse to get. That's fair.
1: That's very fair. Uh, one would assume that if they made a Bloodborne remaster, it would include a PC version a la when when they did the dark souls remaster that went to multiple systems
0: yes because dark souls was on pc before then it was right. on games for windows <laughs> remember that
1: <laughs> no ew. i don't want to yeah uh, that was pretty bad
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, ray zach gives immediately gives us another five dollars to say sorry i made you read out the word hubby
1: mm, thank you i really dislike that word
0: Fine with waifu, though.
1: No, I also don't like waifu, but I can say waifu and in my head just make fun of everyone who says that word legitimately. Hubby disturbs me in a real way. You could say husbandu. Yeah, yeah, I can mock that. Like, people who say hubby and wifey and mean it, like, literally make my skin crawl.
0: How do you feel about the
1: missus? I'm okay with the missus. I, I, I often refer to my wife as the missus. Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay with the misses. That's you know what? That's like that's clinical, but a little adorable.
0: So I like that. It's very. I always think it is a colloquial British thing. Hmm. Her indoors. That's another one I've heard as a colloquial British one. Her indoors. Their, yeah, they're just people who just refer to their wives as her indoors.
1: <laughs> that is that is unbelievably dark. You know, the one who doesn't leave the house. Yes seeing to
0: the misses yeah. a phrase i'm very fond of
1: mm. well there you go
0: yeah because it implies you know I, you know you're focusing on the lady's pleasure mm. when you say that sorry i can't play DD tonight i'm seeing to the misses ooh <sighs> <laughs> But we di- But we digress. We di- Evan Martella gives five U.S. dollars to say no remasters. I prefer DLC for older games, such as Final Fantasy IV: The After Years. Have auto developers re-examine classics with fresh POV. Well, that's an interesting idea, isn't it? Bring out DLC for really, really old games.
1: But wouldn't that assume that you'd be so you'd still be able to play the old games? Well, you know, just like all the old games that
0: are available to play.
1: Right. Uh, I I love that idea. I I think like that's if, how, would, that's if great I was idea. playing
0: like the the um, Castlevania GBA collection, mm. and someone just had a mod for Aria of Sorrow that added the equivalent of the inverted castle from Symphony of the Night, I'd be all over that.
1: Oh, absolutely! I think that would be great. That would be a, a wonderful exercise in uh, creating something, uh, creating something in the style of, in the same world of, you know, a. Uh, a, mo- a retro classic, yeah.
0: And there's there's still people creating like full-on high-effort mods for retro classics. Mm. I think *Jagged Alliance* still has like a astonishingly active modding niche. People have made like like entire extra games that are like ten times longer than the original game. Ooh, that's fun.
1: Yeah, that's fun.
0: And of course, Doom modders and Quake modders,
1: all of those lads. Absolutely, I love it. Yes. Hmm.
0: A little bit uh, confusing to refer to that as DLC. It's just mods that people make. Total conversions, we used to call them.
1: What What is a mod? But uh, but open DLC.
0: There you go. Um, uh, Evan Martella gives five US dollars to say, slightly more on topic, games that merit remastering were warts and all experiences. A re-release that attempts to change them is not preservation. Well, that was our point, of course.
1: Of course, of course, of if you're course.
0: Obviously, trying to tweak it and try to like <laughs> make it true to your vision. Yeah. Then where? When? Then where are you? You're in the Star Wars remastered versions. That's where
1: you are. Right. And I, I also like it's. It's tricky because, like, like, like I said, like I think, I think an artist has the right and the ability to change something in a re-release. I think jo- even George Lucas, he wanted to, you know, remake his Star Wars movies with all the stuff he wanted to. I think that is perfectly valid. But you still have to give us the original. Like you give us both. Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: Preserve the originals,
1: please. Yes. But but if you if you want to remake and do all sorts of funny shit with it, you you ha- have fun. Yes. But <laughs> don't take away your yes. other toys.
0: Because what you have to accept when you put something out there is that it ceases to be solely yours. People have their own, you know, uh, perceptions of it. Yeah, yeah. And all you're doing is alienating them.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, like, luckily we, we live in a, a wonderful age now um, where, you know, we do get fan Wonderful in
0: some areas. <laughs> current age is not wonderful in all areas.
1: Yeah, okay, you're right.
0: <laughs> horatio cornhole oh you heard from your brother Dafferty lately horatio
1: i know some people gives, looking for him
0: gives 4.99 us dollars to say hey jack hi have a dm who's kind of lazy in preparation and railroading oh. we'll try to barter with a merchant and roll a 20 and it does nothing any advice
1: um that's a conversation you have to have outside the table like and it's okay to have that dialogue uh being being a dungeon master is really hard uh and
0: well maybe it's their fault for not going along with their
1: vision (laughs) i have a world and you guys will inhabit it uh, no, have that conversation outside the table, and just say, "Hey, you know, here's what I'm feeling as a player," and try to open up that dialogue. If your DM is still not uh, receptive, then you got to find a new DM, which is hard because being a dungeon master is very hard. Um, but the, what I will say is, the flip side of that is remember that like a, a persuasion check, a uh, a charisma check isn't an automatic change of character from an NPC. Uh, it it usually like it's if someone was hostile towards you and you have a high charisma check that doesn't automatically make them your best friend it just makes them yes. less hostile towards you.
0: You have to come up with a clever lie as
1: well. Exa- exactly. In in my experience. Mm-hmm. Uh and so it's it's a little <clears throat> bit of both but it, communication it's always communication. Uh, I talk to uh you know both both my adventure night players and my players Uh, that I play my in-house game with often. And I just say, hey, how are we feeling? Is there stuff that you would like more? Is there stuff that you would like less? That sort of thing. Uh, All right,
0: let's move on quickly, quickly, because like three more of these fucking things came in in the last two minutes. Okay, great. So we better start speeding up. Japan86 gives five euros to say nothing. Well, thanks for the money, Japan86. We appreciate that. Knight gives five euros to say what game in brackets do you think started the reworded trend i think it was spyro reignited plus what would be the reword for a series you think needs it <clears throat> well um are you asking when the first time a game was remastered cuz they've been doing that forever they've
1: been doing that for a long time um yeah that's what that was a uh, super mario all stars for the super nintendo <laughs> it was just the nintendo games <laughs> first one I can think of in history was the Sierra Adventure games,
0: because oh, they did them all in like AGI, like 180p graphics. And then <laughs> the first time they remastered one of their old shit was when they remade King's Quest 1 mm-hmm. in uh, SCI, which was like twice as much pixels.
1: Ooh, Great. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's the first
0: time, case I can think of for a remastering. Okay. What series should be remastered? I don't know. Okay, every
1: everything. So everything's available to everyone. Yeah,
0: keep keep it all available, available. Yeah, absolutely. Scavenger gives five U.S. dollars to say should games be preserved is linked to our games art. It's hard to compare Portal to guernica or Casablanca if games are disposable consumer goods. I agree, Scavenger. That's why I say they should be preserved, what's and all, so that people can appreciate the cultural context. Uh,
1: absolutely, though I what I will I. I I guess uh, slightly more nuanced is they're both. They are commercial products and they are art. Art is commercial.
0: That's true. You know, they do also have like a a functional purpose as in they need to function and, uh, engage the player with gameplay and challenge
1: absolutely i mean games are art movies are art even shitty movies are art even shitty games are art uh but they're also commercial products that's all of
0: actually the comparison i found helpful is uh, architecture because architecture is an art form but it is also a functional art form and video games are much the same way it has to be art but it also has to function interesting i like that yeah i like that moving on yeah great or maybe or cookery as well that, <laughs> that's Ooh. an art but it also has to have a function it has to taste nice yes. kr gives two us dollars to say hashtag wc3 Reforged never forget from a wc3 old head now that's warcraft isn't it Ooh. warcraft 3 reforged was notoriously unpopular okay for some reason i don't know i don't play strategy games yeah but uh, yeah, thanks for making your point, Kr. the mighty testicles give five British pounds to say it's pronounced testicles. Ah. Well, I don't think it is, the mighty <laughs> testicles, but moving on.
1: <laughs>
0: because of an example of good remastering, how much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Which is a reference to Monkey Island 2, I believe, mm. which I mentioned earlier as a good remastering. Mm. Well, then there you go seven seven that's how much a
1: woodchuck could chuck if a woodchuck seven could chuck units wood. seven seven tons seven what seven wood seven wood i think so woodchucks are pretty small
0: well that was weird uh jack brown gives five euros to say to be fair the warcraft remake had a graphics remake toggle but it didn't change the fact that it was overpriced and they fixed the engine okay thanks for filling us in there you go japan 86 again so it gives five euro to say greetings from italy i think unless it offers noticeable upgrade stroke improvements we don't really need remasters not with services like the game pass Mm. well as i was saying i think um, it just needs to be updated to be stable you know sure 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 and and maybe just enough graphics improvement like improve the resolution at least just enough so you know we remember it the way we did with our nostalgia goggles.
1: Oh right, well, and it, I mean, obviously that's a, that's a tricky balance. But yeah, just make—I mean, a, the, a start would be playable. Just make it yes. exactly the same, but playable. That's your baseline. Anything yes. else you want to add to that is gravy.
0: Well, here's a thought: what hmm. right, about adding subtitles? The games
1: that didn't used to have Ooh, them. Ooh, I like that. That's a good option. Access accessibility options. Ooh, yes. Ooh, now you're now you're scratching. That's good. That's a good stuff to throw in there. Absolutely. Well, and like you said, but that's all that's all. Yeah. That's part of the part and parcel of
0: just being playable, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Just being playable for everyone.
1: Swappable, uh, uh, remappable buttons. Like you said, in your Castlevania GBA collection where it's like, oh, not everyone will be playing this on a controller. Like let's have it available to play for everyone. Absolutely.
0: There you go. Mm-hmm. Joshua David gives ZA. 70 okay 70s are yeah 70 of something to say podcast topic idea since the game awards nominees have been announced going through the categories and saying what games you think should be there instead might be
1: fun i hadn't heard the nominees have been announced mm. well perhaps we'll look at that next time uh, uh something uh, very fun got nominated for best indie game oh really yes <laughs> dare i ask um uh, best indie game aka indie game with largest budget there you go.
0: <laughs> A lot of things are technically indie. Valve is technically an indie developer. Yep. How about how about
1: indie game with uh, most famous cast? Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, they didn't nominate
0: Twelve Minutes, did they? Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> that guy you know gives five dollars to say a lot of remakes are terrible because they don't respect the heart of the original and just copy the original version that's i'm a little bit confused by that statement actually How uh, not copying the original version respecting the heart of the original or are you saying that oh. it's not in the spirit of the original
1: oh wait and, and now are they saying remake or remaster
0: they said remake, okay,
1: yeah, yeah, so that's that's a remake is different, right mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, you were saying like the Demon Souls remake is a remake because it's totally remade from the ground totally up. Totally remade from the ground up. A remastering is where they just copy pasted all the assets and up to the resolution and changed all the models
1: and textures, right? And, and so, yeah, I could see a lot of you know remakes. Well, and, and obviously, we don't see that too much in video games because a lot of times the mechanics are the same, but over like on the movie side of things, like yes, remakes will often very much miss the mark of the original.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Lucky Danny gives 5,000 KRW.
1: That's a fun uh, amount of letters.
0: To say, what are your opinions on remakes in VR? San Andreas is coming to Oculus 2, apparently. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd welcome them. I'd welcome a chance to play Resident Evil 4 on VR. But they didn't send me one. Oh. It's only on the new Oculus. Which I'd really like to try out because apparently it's uh, like wireless. Yeah. Oh. Which sounds like it would be a great step forward for VR because oh. I'm sick of having wires constantly trailing off my bonds while I'm looking around in VR. Have
1: Nick wipe down his and send it to you. Gimme, gimme, Nick. I'm the money maker. <laughs> I'm your favorite. Oh, it's true.
0: Hmm. <laughs> Uh, Pale White Shadow gives $5.00 to say, are you aware Take-Two were issuing DMCA takedowns of graphics mods before release? Have you seen the comparison of original versus divinity versus mods? No, I haven't, but uh, that sounds very annoying. Yeah. That sounds akin to developers um, uh, refusing to let people mod games so they're still playable yeah. because they they might potentially want to make money from them at some point in the future, but aren't currently.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. And it's it's you know they you know, that's a, a throw the baby out with the bathwater situation where where you know they're 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 making a, a one broad swipe against mods or, or or you know infringing on their whatever and yeah come on come on let let people have their mods let people have their fun. that's, that's how shit like Minecraft becomes a phenomenon right right you don't mess with the community they let,
0: yeah they let the community have their mods
1: don't mess with your base. <laughs> That's the that's yeah. the foundation of your thing, man. Why they stop bringing out new Sims games? Because hmm. every time they did, it fucked up all the mods, yeah. and the mods
0: was half the fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jesse Broffler gives five US dollars. God knows how you pronounce his surname. Hmm. That's my best guess. Great. As Nick and Jack have lauded, remakes don't matter since Elden Ring is the only game you will ever need in a couple of months. Oh, that pissed me off. I was looking at the comments on my last extra punctuation on YouTube. Yeah where I was complaining about, you know, the open world and its overuse. And everyone was saying, like, "Who? Oh, Elden Ring is going to come out and you'll change your tune then. I'm like, none of you people, you know, do you all have stock in Fromsefer or something? <laughs> it's all There's always going to be the next big thing, and everyone's always going to say, oh, this one will show us the way. Yeah. This one will change our lives. But more likely, we'll just play it, and then we'll have move on to the next big thing. Yeah. That's just how it works. That's how it
1: works, and you know what? It might be fun to play for a while, or it might not be. We don't know. It's not Individually, it might
0: be the best game in the world. It doesn't change the fact that people put way too much fucking work into massive super games. Mm-hmm. So everyone feels they have to put out competing massive super games. Mm-hmm. What was it we've always said? Uh, tent poles, not crucifixes.
1: Yes, need tent poles, not crucifixes.
0: Yeah, putting all your effort into one big game so that only, like, three really big games come out per year. Right. It's not sustainable. Just
1: make make a medium-sized game and then a bunch of small games. That'd be great.
0: Yeah, with focused design principles Ooh. and people who are actually invested in the project. Ooh. Yeah. Scavenger gives $5 to say, how should we handle preservation for studios that are out of business? You might be lucky and a studio will buy the rights or you get No One Lives forever Well, in that case, you just just got to rely on the community, haven't you? That's true. People still have the game on their boxes, just release it abandonware style. Mm -hmm.
1: Which I guess like that's uh, another thing for us as members of the community, like people who are doing the work and archiving uh, older games, make sure you support them however they feel like they need to be supported. If they have a Patreon or if they have a a donate button, pardon me, on their website, make sure that those people uh, are being uh, uh, appreciated.
0: No One Lives Forever was very
1: good, by the way. Okay. (laughs) Did you ever play that? It's not ringing any bells for me, so there you go.
0: Well, it was good. I I played it when it was available, and it was good. Well, then there
1: you go. And
0: now it's in right's hell. So, oh well. Sorry about that. Project Alpha Alpha Animations gives $1.99 to say, Favorite existing remaster? Hmm. Well, I wouldn't say it's my favourite, but as I was saying, I've been enjoying the Castlevania GBA remaster. Mm. But I'll tell you what it makes me think. It makes me think they should do a DS Castlevania remaster as well. Ooh. They should bring out uh, Dawn of Sorrow, yes. Order of Ecclesia, yes. and uh, what was the other one? Portrait of Ruin mm-hmm. in a nice big pack to enjoy on Steam. That'd be great. They'll have to figure out how to translate the touchscreen touch gimmicks. <laughs> But you know, emulated versions right. figured it out.
1: Yeah, use mouse. Uh, most you know, like if it's on the if it's on the PlayStation, they have a little touch thing on their controller.
0: Mm. Uh, now I'm wondering if they should preserve that horrible glyph drawing mechanic from Dawn of Sorrow, which was really <laughs> fucking annoying.
1: I'd say preserve it, once and all, but just give us the option to skip that. Mm. Uh, the first one that comes to mind uh, is uh, is Wind Waker. Uh, for the for the Wii U, yes, I remember playing that and thinking, "Oh,
0: this is just like how it was on the on the GameCube." And then looking back at the GameCube version and thinking, "Oh, wait, no,
1: it is no, no, it's 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 much prettier." And they they did they they trimmed some of the fat. Uh, you know, they made certain uh, l- slower areas move a little bit faster. They so they mm. they they tweaked where they needed to tweak, but still a, a glorious rendition.
0: Hmm. Wasn't that the one where they uh, removed a lot of the treasure hunting towards the end of the game? They
1: they removed some of the treasure hunting and they gave you a new sail to make moving around a little bit faster.
0: Yeah, so it starts to cross over into away from water just, and All territory for me.
1: Just to, to me, that that was like tiny, tiny enough where I'm going to count it. And it's like, listen, these are these are common annoyances that everybody had. We're just going to. Ooh, tweak a little bit that's that's me wait right tweak <laughs> tweaking all, a little all bit right, all right,
0: all right. <laughs> jack brown gives uh oh wait a second pale white shadow gives five dollars to say what is the opinion about rockstar removing the original games from online purchase now the only available way to play is through a physical copy of this well that's not on as we were saying, yeah. you should keep the originals available for cultural preservation purposes. And we've said that like 10 times now. So let's quickly move on. Yeah, shit, they keep coming. Yeah. Uh, Jack Brown gives two euro to say, would RLM ever remake Space Cop?
1: They already did. Space Cop is a remake of Space Cop. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) One of the – if you've ever seen – there's a famous picture of Rich Evans uh, floating around the internet in which half of his face is swollen up uh, because he's allergic to cats. I think I've seen that. Uh, I think most people have. Uh, That was during their original shoot. Uh, If you – like on the internet probably somewhere still is like the original trailer for Space Cop, which was their first attempt to shoot it that they had to stop because of Rich's allergic reaction. Oh, but so they
0: didn't actually release the original <laughs> version.
1: No, they never, they never released the original version because they never uh, finished filming it. But technically speaking, <laughs> Space Cop is already a remake, reshoot. Uh, that. A, 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 actually, no, it is. It is a. It's a full gr- from the ground up remake in in Unity. Okay. <laughs>
0: George Lonsdale gives five British pounds to say all the best from Yorkshire. Mm. From up north. Yeah. Oh, put kettle on, mother. Keep up the good work. Didn't appreciate the Wolverine slander a few weeks back. Well, fuck you. Fuck you, George Lonsdale and your Yorkshire accent. And well, there you go. Wow. I'm um, I'm my Yorkshire accent starting to drift now, so I'm gonna move on. Mm. SVS Guru 2000 gives 10 euro to say, I kind of see parallels with sword preservation. Oh god, the dorks are out. Sword preservation? In the West, antique swords are kept with their stains, rust, and pitting, whereas in Japan, they keep them polished and sharp. This clearly is a very niche hobbyist sort of area.
1: Then there's just nothing (laughs) I can add. (laughs) Okay, then. <laughs> well, it might make a difference if anyone
0: actually used swords for anything anymore. Right. But who knows? BS Marsh gives five dollars to say thanks for all the great content. I love Adventurers' Nigh. As a long-time D and D player, the AIN coffee mug is great. Mm. Yeah, check out that and other great Adventurers' Nigh merch on the Escapist Teespring store. There's socks as well. Ooh, season one coming to a close. Soon you can get soon. Mortimer Rafflesworth everyone Smythe all
1: over your socks <laughs> to impress the ladies um uh, hold on i'm just i'm getting a, an urgent message from nick calandra our editor-in-chief saying for some reason a super chat from doug brady was uh, removed uh so oh. here's the question hello yachts love your books what are your thoughts on the mass effect trilogy five dollars oh five dollars uh, was probably the original tip amount
0: um I don't really think about them at all anymore. There you I go. I remember playing them and uh, always feeling slightly unimmersed by the weird bioware face syndrome.
1: Hmm.
0: Okay. There you go.
1: There you go. We've done. Is that
0: one of those uh, super chats you get from upgrading your account that don't appear on the list? Ooh,
1: maybe. Maybe that's it. We. I don't know. Could have been. Yes.
0: Well, that's fine. Just let me know if I missed those. Okay, great. Uh, Scav- uh scavenger gives five dollars to say shout out to the strong institute in rochester operating the international center for the history of electronic games mm. Ooh, that sounds nice there you go
1: make sure they make sure they have money to operate boom Pale White
0: Shadow gives five dollars to say one last payment for you, Yahtzee, for over a decade of amusement, and to Jack for being such a wonderful dungeon master. Ooh. Thank you very much, Pale White I'll Shadow. Take it.
1: You're welcome. That's right. We're going to start a fund to get us all on, vac- on a vacation together, so we can all play D&D. Well, I, I, live. I yes,
0: yeah, I threw that out jokingly, <laughs> but in a sort of <laughs> ha ha, just joking, unless sort of attitude. Oh,
1: right, right. No, and I'm saying it very much not jokingly. Let's make this happen because that'd be yes. a lot of fun
0: we were just saying, hey, wouldn't it be great if the company paid for us all to go on holiday somewhere nice? Mm -hmm. So we could all, like, hammer out 20 episodes
1: in one place. Think about the economy of it all. If we, like, you know, two, three days of solid playing, we'd have a whole nother season in in two, three days of recording. Boom.
0: Because Amy's in uh, New Zealand, a nice halfway point would be Hawaii. Ooh. I hear Hawaii's nice. i very stable. Well, I know Hawaii is nice. I, I honeymooned there. Oh, okay. Well, then there you go. There you go. Uh, <laughs> awesome Wicked Studios gives five US dollars to say, in your opinion, should the artist or audience have more control over how a work is consumed? Well, only the audience has control over how a work is consumed because the audience is the one doing the consuming.
1: Surely. Oh, what a weird question.
0: Well yeah i mean i would i reject any author who says that i didn't appreciate their game because i was playing it wrong
1: correct i don't think that that's not a valid argument i agree i think uh but also it's like in how their work is consumed where it's like the artist chooses the medium in which their work is consumed through so is that what you mean Or are you talking about reception to the art, which is all up to the the consumer of the art? Oh, man.
0: Well, the artist relinquishes control as soon as the art is out there.
1: Agreed. Agreed.
0: The artist is not their work. Mm -hmm. Uh, Inferno to Flesh gives $5 to say, first live SSE. ZP brought me here, but I love the whole channel. I'm a huge Toffee fan. Mm. Love adventure is nigh. You make me want to start Dark Souls. Well, do so do then. It. It's really talk, fun. Talk to me about it's a really it. really
1: fun game. Glad you're enjoying Toffee's,
0: everything. Toffee's down here. Oh. Out of view. He's having a little sleep under the blanket on the couch. Oh. And it's a bit colder at the moment, so I won't uh, torment him by pulling him out of his nice warm little nest. Sure. There you go. Alec Houston gives five British pounds to say, yeah, so your audiobooks are no longer for sale in the UK and I don't want to pirate them. Where can I listen to them legally? So as for the off topic. Well, I guess you can't listen to them legally unless you go to a different country. Huh. But I'm aware that Mogworld and Jam are currently unavailable on the Audible store. There was a kerfuffle with the publisher as the original publisher went down. I am trying to sort out with Audible a contract to publish it through them like my other audiobooks are, but uh, they're taking their time on it. I guess it's not a high priority for them. Sure. You know how you could make it a high priority is to bug them about it rather than me. Ooh,
1: there you go. Talk to Audible. Say,
0: hey, where's... Where's Mogwald and Jam? Wanty, wanty, me, me, wanty, wanty Look at now. all this
1: money I have. I need somewhere to throw yeah. it, Audible.
0: Yeah. Just, just spam their emails and they'll get back to me, I like it. hopefully. Quagotron uh, gives uh, 50 kroner to say, try this one for size yards. Oh, it's a tongue twister challenge. Right. <laughs> a big black bug bit a big blue bug and the big blue bug bled black blood. Ooh, Nice. You'll go. Uh, hold on, I need to let's see
1: if I can scroll up and read it.
0: He also says play lifeline for the PS2. Well I wouldn't be doing that, but thanks anyway.
1: <laughs> a bit so wait, it's a big black bug bit a big blue bug in the big blue blood blood black blood. Well you
0: kind of uh, muffed it towards the end, right? Well
1: I can't I'm not reading it. I'm just trying to remember it, which is probably my bigger problem.
0: <laughs> a big a big black bug bit a big blue bug, and the big blue bug bled black blood.
1: A big black bug bit a big blue bug, and the big blue blood bug. Ah fuck! Nope, nope, not gonna happen. <laughs> Never mind, moving on. <laughs>
0: Dalton Lee Marks gives two dollars to say nothing. Ooh. Thanks for the money. Alec Houston gives British two British pounds to say should have said that's Mogwild and jam. Yes, mm. I, uh, I I got you. Mm-hmm. Der Gerecht gives 9.99 US to say what game could David Cage remake that would enrage you the most? Well, pretty much anything good, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Silent Hill Two, there you go. Nah. Or Prince of Persia: of Time, because you know he'd work in the one sex scene he always has to have, Ew. and it would probably be very creepy Ew. rather than you know nice and uh, erotic and sensual like the original sex scene was. Mm. And you know that you know didn't actually show anything, but you know it was all in the implication. That's why it was good.
1: Slowly panning over to the the open curtain blowing in the breeze. Yeah, yeah. Yes,
0: a refreshingly mature approach to sex in video games, Hmm. Hmm. where you don't even know if any bit of penetration happened.
1: Maybe they just wriggled about for a while. The the classics. That's what we call the classics. Yeah. Yeah. Unsure penetration. The classics.
0: Didn't even, don't even know they took their pants off. SBS Gero 2000 gives five euros to say, would free space open a fan project that has improved the engine of original as well as models and graphics count as an incremental remaster?
1: I, I guess. Well, that's that's mods, right? Like, that's, yeah, that's,
0: that's fan-made that's mods, mods. They, you know. Right. They can do what they like. Yeah, Absolutely. James Burton gives five New Zealand dollars to say, I think the most disappointing thing Rockstar has done is not release any DLC for GTA 5 or RDR 2. So many stories to be told in those worlds. Yeah, I think the only DLC for those two was the online mode.
1: Right, because that's where they make their money. That's where the real cash out is. They don't care about DLC. They can make so much more money online.
0: Yeah, you could tell when they figured that out because <laughs> they were putting out a game a year for a while and then GTA Online came out and then nothing. And they said, Nope, we're good. Bye. Yeah. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Mm. Hmm. Oh, blimey. Still so many to go. Maybe,
1: maybe, uh, Wrap wrap it up. Uh, like if you got any in, in the in the uh, canister that you're ready to to shoot out there, shoot them out now. We're wrapping up uh, Super Chats pretty darn soon.
0: Okay, Trey Cook gives 4.99 to say Legend of the Dragoon would be an awesome remastering. The developers of that game did a lot of, did a lot, hampered by the PS One hardware.
1: Mm. Well, wasn't there was one on the Dreamcast as well? right? Legend of Dragoon.
0: I don't know.
1: Okay, great.
0: Was that Panzer Dragoon? Ooh, that could have been Panzer Dragoon. You're thinking of Uh, two silly names, Dragoon. That's weird. Dragoon. It's an old. It's an old term for a kind of soldier, I believe. Oh, okay. Uh, Maze of Amazement gives two Canadian dollars to say thanks for the hours of content, guys. You're welcome, Maze of Amazement. (laughs) Mob Ahmed gives five Canadian dollars to say should games with controversial content that get remastered remove that controversial content. Well, I was just—I was wondering that the other day. Does the GTA San Andreas Definitive Edition have the hot coffee <laughs> mod? <laughs> I doubt it. But if it did, I doubt it would raise eyebrows as much as it did at the time.
1: <laughs> I very much doubt it. Um, yeah. Co- controversial, as in, uh, like hot coffee was uh, was s- supposed to be unplayable in GTA, uh, so I could just see them snipping that out. But as far as other controversial things, I prefer the uh, the way uh, kind of like Disney has been handling it with which uh, which has like a little a little snippet ahead of time to say, hey, we uh, we know some of these uh, things in this movie was super racist now, but we're going to still show the movie how it was. But heads up, super racist. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of like casual transphobia and homophobia. So you just put a a little warning. (laughs) Probably in a lot of the GDA games. Probably. Thinking about yeah. it. Scavenger gives five US dollars to say thanks for the shout out for subtitles on remakes. The Crash Remasters didn't have subtitles, and that feels inexcusable mm. in this age. It does. I agree. I Not that there was that much dialogue in Crash Bandicoot, mm-hmm. but sure. Yeah. I mean that I mean in many ways that's worse then because it wouldn't have been much work to put subtitles <laughs> on the like the two <laughs> scenes that had voice acting. <laughs> right. Meister Heist Air gives five euros to say, I just wish console exclusives that can't be bought anymore and can't be emulated would be ported to PC at least. Well, it.
1: That would be nice, yes.
0: Yes, that would be nice. And uh, there's precious few things that can't be emulated in this wonderful age of technology. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you can emulate everything up to PS4, and once you get there, you can. You're pretty much said.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Uh Dalton Lee Marks gives two US dollars to say, Jack, your thoughts on comedy sports alum Dan
1: Harmon? That's true. Uh, in fact he was uh he was at Comedy Sports Milwaukee even. Uh he he had a an offshoot group called the Dead Alewives uh which uh which was not officially comedy sports but it's just kind of a, a longer form uh, improv troupe that there are still some original uh, dead air lives uh, performing at comedy sports in Milwaukee uh I'll be honest I've never um I've never meshed well with his particular style of comedy like I'm okay with Rick and Morty I saw the first season and thought eh I didn't much care for community um he did Monster House which I really like Monster House is a great movie um but I, I have no strong feelings on him either way. Is is my real is my very boring take. That's it. I'm sorry. All right then. Yeah.
0: Thanks for the question, Dalton Lee Marks. Morning Thinker gives fifty PHP, Filipino pesos. I think. At what point does a remaster become overpriced? Mm.
1: Depends how much work they put in, I suppose. <laughs> uh, something is only worth as much as someone else is willing to pay for it. Well, there you that's, go. That's it. And, yeah. I think
0: uh, I think a full price uh, cost for something that's just uh, like uh, an old game put through a filter would probably be a bit much. <laughs> yeah. If it was fully remade from the ground up, then full price is fine, I'd say. Mm. <clears throat> like Demon's Souls full price, oh, yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. If GTA San Andreas Definitive Edition was $60, probably not so much. How much was it? It was $60 for the three. Sure. So a third of that. Okay. $20. Hmm. Uh, Grant Taylor on uh, gives us five US dollars to say, Yahtzee, in Mogworld you have the powerful wizard erased. He's the only character in your books with a train set. Did you kill your dad, lol? <laughs> well, I just made that character have a train set because my dad had a train set and it's something I associate with bored older men. There you go. That was that was just you know the shorthand. How do we bring across that this character is a bored older man? He has a train set
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like it.
0: Clayton McManus gives ten Canadian dollars to say, what are the rules on donations? How much for Jack to write my name on his chest? Uh, the rules are we read out what you post, and that's it. yeah we have we are not obliged to obey any anything you ask us to do in them.
1: Yeah, if you want to, like, really weird stuff, like writing, like, I'll write your name on your chest, but do you want me to record myself writing your name on your chest? What's the stipulations here, right? Like, we're getting into the weeds.
0: Yeah, you could ask me to do it, but you won't get much effect. Yeah. I have quite dense chest hair down there. (laughs) You wouldn't see anything.
1: Right, no, and I mean, I'll, you know, you you drop $500, I'll do it. I just won't take a picture of it or anything, but I will absolutely do it.
0: Yeah, and will happily take your money.
1: Absolutely,
0: Craig Berkey gives five British pounds to say, I like remakes that add content that fit the tone, like the original Resi with Lisa, but removing B-scenarios from RE2 remake was unforgivable. Mm. Okay. Mm. You're clearly much more into the Resident Evil series than most yeah. people.
1: And good for you. I'm glad you found something you enjoyed. And yeah, and, yeah. That's,
0: and that's fine.
1: Yeah.
0: Thea Birch gives five dollars. Do you say, ever considered doing one of these discussions with more than two of you? Well, wow. I obnoxiously talk over the other person enough that uh, having uh, another person to obnoxiously talk
1: over feels redundant. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, you, you get too many you get too many people in here, and uh, and one uh, you can veer off into sidetrack territory very very easily, and two, yeah, you just you don't have a, a decent enough back and forth to hold uh, any idea too long. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: filled my ass up. Gave us fifty Norwegian kroners to say older games like Vice City had very strict parameters to their mission structures. Would it be considered respectful in making them more lenient? I think well the thing I brought up earlier the Castlevania GBA added feature where you can rewind time in the game mm-hmm. that's probably the best compromise there between wanting to preserve the original challenge and wanting to be
1: accessible right it's like it's it's like what we were talking about with Wind Waker like even even like the Wind Waker remake changed uh, a couple of the traversal elements and it's like that even just one little change like that it's like ooh, you're you're stepping on the knife's edge
0: yeah kind of yeah. cold railgun gives two us dollars to say would you play a remaster of castlevania 64 or lod presumably lords of darkness hmm. I wouldn't because I've never been a fan of Castlevania in the 3D space. Mm. I love all the 2D ones. I love all the ones on GBA and DS, but I've always think Castlevania has the Sonic the Hedgehog problem that no, no good comes of it being translated to 3D. Sure, But there we've got Dark Souls now. That's basically Castlevania in 3D. I'll yeah, we'll
1: take it. I'll we'll take
0: it. I have no strong feelings. Yeah, and,
1: uh, yeah. I can't
0: Didn't like... Lots of darkness. That much. That was more a God of War ripoff, wasn't it? That was a God of War ripoff from the era of God of War ripoffs.
1: <laughs> I never played that one, but I like
0: it. And six, sixty-four, as I recall, wasn't very, just wasn't very good. Mm. All them early three D teething troubles.
1: A Castlevania game in three D on the Nintendo sixty-four sounds like a nightmare.
0: It was pretty yeah, bad.
1: Yeah, there you
0: go. Uh, Charles dance, presumably not the real one gives 179 British pounds, because, you know, the real Charles Dance wouldn't have been such a skinflint, to say, in your opinion, what is the most immersive RPG? Oh, God. Now we have to debate what an RPG is. (laughs) Fucking every game's an RPG, depending (laughs) on how you define it. (laughs) Subnautica. There you go. Immersive in many senses of the word. Nick, Nick says Minecraft is the most immersive RPG. <laughs> Nick is shut course, the up. Nick, Yes, because of course Nick <laughs> thinks Minecraft's an RPG, because he's a plonker.
1: Uh, I abstain from this conversation. Fuck
0: you. Now <laughs> I have to think of one. Uh,
1: fuck. Uh, Stardew Valley. Yeah, there you I, go.
0: That's an RPG. That's very much an that's, RPG. That's an RPG in many senses of the word, because uh, you get to pick what bonuses you get as you level up.
1: Absolutely. So, so that's and and you know what, you're always like. There's day to day stuff. There's there's week to week stuff. There's yearly stuff that you're concerned about. You're always you're always concerned about something. I, I get very in, in invested in Stardew Valley.
0: Hey, I'm just gonna do a check for updated accounts super chats here's one Kirk King, 2 member for 11 months goes to early access and says hey fellas great talk the sale was a time saver
1: oh okay he's talking about the wind waker oh right yeah it's true oh wait and i see we have a it, it was a time saver but i can agree with yahtzee that it's like that that does tweak the preservation aspect of wind waker and so I could see like death by a thousand cuts, right? Like, oh, we're just going to tweak the sale. And then the next remaster. Oh, now we're going to tweak this. The next remaster. Now we're going to tweak this.
0: Yeah, it's the it's the start of a slippery slope. Mm. Uh, absolutely. Oh, Doug Brady gave us five dollars, but the message was retracted.
1: Oh, that might be the the other one. That was that was the Doug Brady that I read earlier. Okay. Um, and we also have uh, one that we missed from Pale White Shadow for five dollars. Who says final chat? Are you aware that R was not heavily involved with this. Oh, Rockstar, I get it. Right. Uh, that Rockstar was not heavily involved with this, and that these remakes and ports of the, or these remakes are ports of the mobile versions, like a copy of the co- of a copy. Well, that explains a few things. Ooh, uh, I was okay. not aware of that. We-
0: we got through it. We did it. We got through all the super chats. We've even got another one oh, that came in But I'm gonna read it anyway, because I'm in a good mood now. Yay. At my five euros to say I think FPGAs like the Mr. Project are important in game preservation. They have less input lag and are generally more accurate than emulators. Mm. I'm not sure what you're talking about there.
1: Mm. Neither do I. But anyway.
0: <laughs> but anyway. Thank you for tuning in to slightly something else. If you are here live and aren't watching this on demand like a scrub.
1: (laughs) Like some blue collar scrub. No, we appreciate it wherever you are watching and or listening to this. We appreciate all of your super chats. That helps shows like this keep happening uh, and shows like Adventures Nigh and all that fun stuff. Absolutely.
0: Yes. Remember, a new Adventures Nigh episode drops on YouTube this Thursday Mm -hmm. because one dropped on the main site. Last week last
1: week, that's right. So new new episode uh will be out, and then you know, next week an even newer episode. Uh uh it, it it's starting to get weird. Uh, it's starting to get so weird. I'm having a hard time editing episode six right now because I'm laughing far too much. Uh well, so always
0: good. a good sign.
1: So good. Uh yeah. And uh, what what else is coming up this week? New uh, zero punctuation tomorrow. Yes, indeed. Mm -hmm. Zero punctuation tomorrow, and the
0: post DP stream from one PM as always. Mm. Uh, It'll be on the subject of Sherlock Holmes, chapter one. So tune in for that. There you go. On Thursday, a new episode of Extra Punctuation drops on the site at the same time on the site at the same time that uh, Adventure is Nigh drops on youtube because that's how it works that's
1: right every
0: every thursday something drops on the site and something
1: drops on youtube (laughs) it'll be extra punctuation and adventures now yes we juggle oh oh and by the way uh, we have a special stream coming up this friday for uh for anyone who is interested in um a little behind the scenesy of adventure is nigh we are having uh, andrew from foundry vtt join me on a live stream and we're, we're gonna build some maps together using foundry which of course is uh, what i use to play uh, all of my dungeons and dragons games and we're gonna we're gonna talk like nerdy tech behind the scenes uh, foundry stuff on friday afternoon Ooh, that sounds like fun. It, it really will be. It's stuff that I'm incredibly interested in. So.
0: <laughs> Tune in for that. Yeah. So uh, I guess that's it. Thanks for watching you tuning in. Don't forget to follow us all on Twitter. I'm at YahtiCroshaw. I'm at Harlack. And we'll see you all next time. Thanks. Bye, everyone.